This is the Kitzer of Sichet Dalet of Parshas Chai Yisara in Chelek Tezvav, page 174. The Rebbe begins with the Pasuk in this week's Parsha. Vayosef, Avram, Vayikach, Isha, Ushma, Ketura. Avram Avinu married another wife and her name is Ketura. So Rashi says, Ketura zu Hagar. Ketura is Hagar. V'nikras Ketura. Why does she call Ketura here? Al Shem Shenoa Maseh Ketores. Her deeds are beautiful like Ketores. V'shekashra Pischa. And she tied her opening. She had no relations with anybody from the day that she separated from Avram. The question is, from where does Rashi know that Keturah is Hagar? On the contrary, the Pasuk says Vayosef. Vayosef sounds like he married a new wife that he was never married to before. Also, Rashi says that the name Keturah hints to two points. That her deeds are beautiful, like Tairas, and that she tied her opening. Where, from where does Rashi know that this name Keturah hints to both of these points? In the Medrash, it brings them as two separate interpretations. And also, the Mepharshim ask, it says in last week's parasha, Vatelech Vatesa, that Hagar actually went back, as Rashi says, she went back to the Avedizara of her father. So how can we say that her deeds were beautiful like Titus? So the explanation is, this is actually the point here, that because we see that she went back to her father's Avedizara, so there's an obvious question that you have here on this. We know already what it says before, that Avram and Sarah were busy, that Avram was Megayeres Ha'anoshim, and Sarah Megayeres as Anoshim. They were occupied in influencing the people around them to bring them into, into Kedusha, to be Megayeres. If so, the question becomes, how did Avram not have an influence on his own wife Hagar? And his own wife Hagar, even though it says that she went away, but she did come back. As we see, it says by the Akedah that Yishmal and Hagar came back. Minshnei includes Yishmal. And Yishmael, we find it says Beferish that he did tshuva. But what happened to Hagar? Avram had no influence on her to do tshuva. So that's why Rashi says, that's exactly what the Pasuk is coming to hint to you and let you know by naming Hagar with the name Keturah. Because Keturah means that today she did do tshuva. Even though she went back to Beisavir, but now she did tshuva. And that's why Rashi specifically says, Keturah zu Hagar. Zu is when you're talking about something which is a subject that we are dealing with, something which is present. Rashi does not use the term he. He would mean something that we're not speaking about now. Why does Rashi use the term zu Hagar? Even though in these psukim it does not speak about Hagar at all, but from when it says before in the Pasuk that Hagar went out and returned to the Vedazara of her father, this is something that's on the mind of the learner of these psukim. The Ben Chamesh is thinking, what's going on with Hagar? Why isn't she doing tshuva? So Rashi says, right here, here she is, Zu Hagar, you're thinking about her? And the Pasuk is answering you that she did tshuva. But Rashi must add that Koshra Pischa, that she tied her opening and she did not have any relation with anyone else, because since we're talking about a situation of tshuva, Mm -hmm. if in fact she had a relation with someone else, Avram Avinu would never remarry her. Avram Avinu, being a tzanua betachlis, would not remarry her. And therefore Rashi has to immediately clarify, just like it says before, that Avram was married to Sarah, and right before this it says Yitzchak married Rivka, which were both Tznuiz Betachlis, so too that she never had any relation with anyone else, and therefore Avram Avinu remarried her. But now that Rabbi explains a few details over here in what it says regarding Keturah, so to explain, first of all, let's go back to explain a little bit clearer Vayosef. Why does it say Vayosef if in fact this was his wife from before? And also, when it says Noam Maseh, why are we comparing her deeds specifically to Ketiris? Use any other example for beautiful. 
And also, this that she did, Shuve, the Taita chooses to hint this specifically here when it comes to her remarriage to Avram Avinu. Why? So, Chesedesa tells us regarding the Aveda of Avram Avinu that although originally Avram Avinu's name was Avram, Avram means exalted, removed, and elevated from all the Gaim in the world. But later on, he's called Avraham, which means Av Hamayim Gaim, that he was the father of the masses of all Gaim. His Aveda was to elevate the holy sparks to Kedusha from the lowest places, from the Gaim in the world. So you have this Aveda, the way it was accomplished when Avram was married to Sada, through Sada. And what does it say regarding Sada? So by Sada, the Pasuk says that she said, Godish Ha'oma Azayis Vesbeno. You have to expel Hagar and Yishmael from the house. And the reason is because Hagar, when she comes to elevate the Nitzaitis of Kedusha, how do you elevate the holy sparks? So the process is, the way it is with Klippas Neiga, it's a mixture of Taivira, good and evil. So the evil has to be rejected. And then you can find the holy sparks and elevate it to Kedusha. But what's with the actual Pseilis itself? What's with the entity of evil itself? The holy spark that there is so concealed that that cannot be elevated. It has to be rejected. That was the Aveda of Sodom. But here, when the Apostlech says, by Yosef, what it's saying is that Avram Avinu went to a higher level and he was able to elevate the actual Psalis itself, which is Hagar and Yishmael themselves to bring them back in and to even remarry her. And that's why the Apostlech says, by Yosef Avram. This is a, a, a completely new level, a new Chiddush, a new Esaf in Avram's Aveda, similar to what it says regarding Yosef, Yosef Avayli ben Acher, Tzamech Tzedek says that you make an Acher, an other, an outsider into a Ben. And this Hesafe is not only regarding the actual Birr, that it's an unusual Birr, unlike the usual nature of things, but it's a Hesafe in Avram himself. That's what Yosef Avram means. In order for him to have the power to reach even Gimel Klippus Atmeis and elevate it into Kedusha, you have to connect to the very essence of the Eibishter. By the Eibishter himself, nothing is Teifis Mokim, Masayim Shal Tzadikim, Masayim Shal Rishayim, and there, from, with that power, you're able to be Mahapach, transform Zedainus into Zachias. So the, by Yosef Avram is a Hisaf in Avram himself. And therefore it says Ketaitis, because this is what Ketaitis is, as it says in many places, Ketaitis is the 11 spices which is related to the 11 crowns of impurity that are elevated in the Kedusha. And this is also related specifically to the marriage of Avram to Keturah, because the point of marriage, as the Pasuk immediately says, to give birth. In other words, the idea of creating a new Aisafa, a new birth, which happens through Tshuva. Now, in, in, in relation to this Pasuk, and in, in connection to the beard that the Rebbe explained here in this Pasuk, we could understand a very seemingly strange Gemara, on this Pasik. Gemara says Rabtafim was sitting with his nephews and they weren't interested in talking to him. So Pasach Va'amar, he opened up and said, So he, he switched the word in the Pasik to, to get their attention. So they said to him, The Pasik says, So he referred to them as the children of Keturah. So this, this is very strange, this Gemara, because first of all, why is the Gemara even sharing such a kind of a story? What's the lesson here? All it says is, is something negative about Abtarfan's nephews. And the only way to grab their attention is by misconstruing a Pasik and utilizing a Pasik in the Torah for such a thing. And what is this name Yoichani that he's talking to the Pasik here? If he's looking to switch from what it says in the Pasik, why would he just say Hagar? Which is actually factually true. This is Hagar. So the point here is, when Rabbi Yech, when Tafim was trying to engage his nephews in conversation, he was trying to open them up, in what conversation? To learn Taita with them. And they were completely not associated and had no connection to Taita. In order for him to open them up to Taita, this is a new birth. As we find, it says, 
When you teach someone Teireh, it's like a new birth. But there's actually two levels to this. When you teach someone Teireh and he has knowledge of Teireh before you teach him, so then it's only Ki'ilu Yaldai, because he already had a connection to Teireh before. But there's another Rashi which speaks about the children of Aaron being the children of Mesha, where Rashi says that Nasa Elu Atelus Shaloi, because they had no connection to Teireh before Mesha Rabbeinu taught them. He was the first one that taught them Teireh, so therefore they become his children literally. It's a, whole new, it's a completely new Chiddush bringing someone that was completely outside, disconnected from Teireh, into Teireh. It's like a birth. This is what Rabtafim was trying to accomplish with his nephews. And therefore he brings this Pasik. And then Avram went and got married. And the point of the marriage is this new Leda, a birth, a tailored Leda, as the Pasik says. And therefore he was trying to draw down this power of this Pasik to create a new birth within them that they should speak to him words of Teda. So what did he do? He said, Ushma Yechani. Yechani, what is the significance of this name Yechani? So there's a Gemara in Saita that says that Almana Shevavis. This widow refers to Yechani Basri TV, and this was something negative. What would she do when a woman was giving birth and she had difficulty, and she actually caused the difficulty by her kishif? And then she would go and make believe as if she's davening for her to have a supernatural birth, and then she would get rid of the kishif. What that means is this name Yechani refers to a supernatural birth that she would want that it should look like. The supernatural birth is taking place. The Gemara actually tells us in another place. That Yechani is related to Nisei Nisim. If you see Yechani in your dream, it's Nisei Nisim. And also there's a Pasuk, Hayaladim Ashachonan Alekimis Avdecha. The word Chonan related to the birth of children is Yechani. So therefore, he switched the name to Yechani referring to a supernatural birth, which over here, this is what Abtafim was trying to accomplish, a supernatural birth of Teireh and his nephews. And then when they said to him, no, it says in the Pasuk Tura, so he pushed them further and he said, no, not Ketura, because if you're Ketura, Ketura means to be closed-minded and not to be open to Tated. So therefore he was trying to accomplish in them a supernatural birth. And he also says, he, he, when he, the Pasuk that he quoted to them, he quoted the full Pasuk, Vayosef Avram, because in order for Abtafen to be able to open up his nephews to learn Tated, he has to first create a deeper connection in himself to Tated, to the very essence of the Ebeshter. There has to be a Hisafa in Abtafen himself, similar to the way it was by Avram Avinu, by Yosef Avram, a Hisafa in Avram himself. And only then he's able to bring a new Hilada in his nephews to learn Tated. Another chat we could say, why he referred to them as Bnei Ketura is based on a Rambam that tells us that Bnei Ketura chayiv in the mitzvah of Mila, which means not only he gave birth to, to children when he married Ketura, but he actually gave birth to them and elevated them to the level of Mila. Mila is a very great mitzvah, and Mila is Roshetev is Miyala which is even greater than Teira and greater than Shema Vaya, as the Alter Rebbe mentions in Teira. And this is what Abtarfan is telling to his nephews, that even if naturally, doesn't seem like you have any connection to Teireh, but he's opening up and breaking through a new connection in Teireh, similar to what Avram accomplished in the Bnei Keturah when he opened them up to them and brought them even into the mitzvah of Bris Milah.